the sense giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Hey, everybody. Hey, you want to go to heaven? Huh? Well, you can't. You cannot go to heaven. Guys, listen to me. You cannot go to heaven unless you have at least three wives. Yeah, to get into heaven. And there's leaders who will decide if you have the right to have these three wives in order to get into heaven. Yeah, I mean, listen, if I was writing a script, you, you can't you can't make this stuff up. If I was putting this in a script, they would call it a, I don't know, a science fiction fairy tale, whatever. They go, heaven or you're crazy. Nobody's gonna buy this. And so to get into heaven, you get you have these wives. We're gonna find out what's behind all this. And folks, this is real. Polygamy. What is it? It's the practice of having more than one spouse at a time. Specifically, polygamy is the practice of one man with multiple wives, and polygamy is the practice of one woman with multiple husbands. We're going to focus tonight on one man, multiple wives. Why? Because my guest was part of that. She got out of it. She's come out of it. You go, David. This, this is, a, you know, this stuff has been outlawed. It's not really, really. It's happening all over the world, folks. Even in the United States. And then we're going to unveil some shocking things that's been happening. And this is a sign of the times. This is what's to come. I'm telling you throughout Central America, throughout, uh, uh, sorry, th- throughout Asia, uh, th- throughout the uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Jordan, Bangladesh. I mean, I could go on and on these places. But it's actually in the United States, too. But I want to go, go to a scripture, and this scripture is for you and for me, all right? I read this Sunday. I love this scripture. 2 Timothy 4, 2, 5. 2 Timothy 4, 2, 5. Pull it up. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Verse 3. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. What sound doctrine? No, it would be doctrine of demons. That's what scripture says. Instead, they will suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Do the work of an evangelist. Folks, welcome to the last evangelist, okay? This is what we do. This is the ministry. We stand up against things that are not of God. We expose them. Do we go after things? No, they, we don't need to. Satan brings it on to us. 
And, and the problem is the reason we have to stay together is because we get bombarded with all of this demonic stuff. And then we start thinking, well, maybe there's something wrong with us, but I'm telling you, friend, there is nothing wrong with you. You are a child of God. That's why you scratch your head and go, wait a minute, beam me up, Lord. Uh, have I lost my mind? I mean, if you look around and you see the things happening around you, but yet if it was say 50 years ago and you saw those things happening, you'd freak out. And so would I, but we've become so conditioned, but this is why we meet once a week, you and I, well, we meet on Sunday morning and Monday evening at 7 p.m. But we meet so we can get together and talk about things, these things, expose these things for what they are. David, it's not here in America, really. But you know, uh, not too long ago, Utah State uh, Senate unanimous, unanimously passed a bill that effectively decriminalizes one man and many women. One woman, many men. Polygamy. It was taken up by the state's House representatives. It made polygamy, polygamy an infraction, amending the current penalty punishable up to five years in prison. Now, I know there's some things that's changed since then, but folks, let's, let me tell you something. I believe there's going to come a day that every state in this United States, if the Lord doesn't come back and people don't get enough sense to say no, that it's going to be legal. Why? Because it's in scripture. It says that. My guest was a victim of polygamy. She had one husband, but well, he had 64 wives and she happened to be the 65th wife. I want you to welcome uh, uh, Brielle. Bri Brielle, are you out there with me? Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm, gl I'm glad you come on with me uh, tonight, Brielle, to tell your story. Um, yeah. it, 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 I think it was um, HBO Max did a documentary on you. And uh, if you may want to see it, they can go to HBO Max if you want to waste your money. Uh, uh, not on Brielle, but on signing up to that network. Brielle, you were a victim of polygamy, and um, you were one of 65 wives, right? Yes. Okay. You're not nervous. Are you nervous right now? A little bit. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, it's right. Listen, we're going to pray for you. Lord, I ask Brielle that, that you put your Holy Spirit on her, that words come out of her that are your words not hers and not my words but your words lord give her comfort and relaxation it's going to be okay um so you how old were you when you became the 65th wife of a polygamist so i was 18 when i um became was an arranged marriage i was born into the flds religion um, where this practice was. Um, so I was raised in like a culture that believed in polygamy. And uh -huh. I did get a second mother when I was 13 years old. Okay, so so this was the, the Mormons, right? The Mormon religion? Church. And the foundation is, is Mormon, but um, the Mormons call themselves like LDS. Uh -huh. And what I was in was fundamentalist LDS. Okay, fine. Yes, yeah. Okay. Do the Mormons, do the LDS, do they um, 
do they condone this or they condemn it or are they neutral? Where are they on this? They, um, they gave up polygamy years ago in their history. Um, so they don't currently practice polygamy on earth. They mm-hmm. do believe that in heaven they will need to. Yeah. Most of them don't all, not all of them know that nowadays because they gave it up so long ago. Okay. But yeah, that's actually what they believe. Okay, so you were one of 65 wives, and I said earlier, I was being facetious, but it's actually true according to uh, to the occult, um, the, the, the cult that you got out of, but you have to have three wives to get to heaven. Is that is that right? To make it into the, the heaven that you want to be in, like with God. Otherwise, you'll never see God again. So that was okay. our branch that taught that. Okay, so there's different heavens? Yeah, they believe there's many mansions in heaven. Yeah, many mansions. They take that out of context. Um, Okay, so I want to ask you about how you got into it. I know it was arranged, but but you were groomed, right, by this guy. By by the way, how old was this guy that ended up making you his 65th wife? He was um, at least 50 years old. I think he was in his early 50s when the arranged marriage happened with me. Okay. All right. I want to talk to you about how he groomed you into it. Um, But let's back up a little bit. You said your mom and dad was into it. So take me through this. If you were born into it, was your father a polygamist? He did become a polygamist when I was 13. Okay. So he was married to your mother only your mother and had you and uh he was just married to only your mother you turned 13 and he decided he was gonna wham grab him another woman no the leaders told him that he was worthy of another woman so they kind of commanded him to if he didn't do it then he would lose my mother and all of us kids okay and how do they determine if a guy like your dad is worthy to take on another wife so that he can maybe make his way to heaven um, they determine by if the first wife is loyal to them, doing what the church wants her to, and submissive to my father. Um, like they just watch, like if people are, they believe in a keep sweet doctrine. So that's one of the doctrines where you can only have sweetness is the only emotion allowed. So if okay. you have any other emotions, it would kind of disqualify you from being worthy of higher blessings. They would call it. Uh, okay, so. Okay, so your father uh, now has two wives. You're 13 years old. Did he take on any more than two wives, or did he just stop at two wives? He stopped at two wives. He got kicked out of the church after my escape. Oh, okay. All right. So here you are, 13 years old, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. During this time, your father has two wives. So you're now around a man that has two women. Uh, I guess in the house. Um, so now you're 18. So you're kind of you're kind of brainwashed on this, Brielle, right? I mean, you've been around it, so it's like for you to become the wife of somebody else, it's maybe not a major deal. Right. Yeah. And it was um, supposed to be a really big privilege to marry the leader for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about this leader. Um. What's the leader's name? Warren Jeffs. Okay. And we're going to talk about what happened to him in just just a moment. But so 
this leader, or I use that because I can't think of anything else. Well, I can think of something else, but I can't say it on the air. But this guy who's 50 years old, he's grooming you. Um, actually, the church, the um, the F, the FD was FDLS is grooming you. Uh, how are they grooming you? What, what In what way were they grooming you? So it's, I was born into the church. So Mike, one example is um, he was the principal of the FLDS school that I went to. Um, yeah. yeah, his first wife was my first grade teacher. So everything, it was infiltrated in like all their doctrines and in, in, in their interpretations of the doctrines. They do believe the Bible, but they say as far as it is translated correctly. So they take pieces of the Bible and they add and subtract to it all the time, which the Bible actually says not to do that. I knew, I know that now. I didn't know that then. Right. But, right. Yeah. So, so he was a principal and your first grade teacher was one of his wives. So you were like... In, they were grooming you. You were entwined in all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So you turn 18. H how did it happen? Did, did the guy come up to you and say, hey, now it's time to marry me? Did you, what, how did you get together with this guy? So he called my father. Um, he told him to take me on a drive and he told him where to take me. Um, my mother was never invited to the wedding. It was like a secret wedding. Um, none of the, the rest of the family got to come. Just my father was there. So he kind of got my father's approval. Um, my father did take me, but he was crying the whole time. He knew that if he didn't take me, then he would lose all of his, the rest of his family, which he eventually did because I ran away. But yeah. Well, how would he lose the rest of his family? How would that happen? The leader gave, like my parents were in arranged marriage. My mother and father were, they were uh, so they were gifts to each other, and the leader claimed authority to, to take away those gifts. Like if he would give the mother an option, do you want to go with the father? If she says no, because the father's not going to be a part of the church anymore, I'm kicking him out. Okay. But if she says no, then she usually gets married to somebody else. But my mother hasn't got married to anybody else so far. Okay, so so your mother's still in it, but your dad got kicked out, and he was crying because he knew that if he didn't take you there and follow through with this, that he would lose his wives. Did he have any other children besides you? Yeah, he had. I was the eleventh, like eleven of his children. So, like, I had thirteen siblings. He had fourteen children. So, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. slow down here. Um, <laughs> Your dad's a busy guy. So <laughs> what, who do you have these children with? So my, my mother had all the children. Um, the other mother, um, she never had any kids. And I don't know why. But Okay. When you say your mother had all the children, are you one of those children? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you're one of how many children? Fourteen. Fourteen. And where do you fall within the, the age range? I'm number 11. Okay. How many brothers and sisters? So I have six brothers, eight, eight of us girls, seven sisters. Okay. And folks, this is new information for me. You, a lot of times I'll do a pre-interview and I figure I cover everything, but this just came out of left field. So Brielle, what, what about the rest of the children? Were they put in arranged marriages? Are they still in 
this cult or what's going on with them? Most of my siblings are still in the FLDS. Um, I, I have about two that I talk to still. And there's some that are recently left that are still learning about the outside world. And they don't all talk to me yet. I have like three of uh, those. So, yeah. Okay. Are they also in uh, these arranged, deranged marriages? Yes. They are. Mm -hmm. oh. Everybody. The leader has the ultimate say in every marriage in that group. Okay. Uh, do you have children? Do you have children? No, I don't have any children. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the guy's name was Warren Jess. He was 50 years old. Um, so here you are. How, how long were you married to him uh, before you finally broke free? Um, I was in his family for eight years, but I was trapped for at least five of those years. Okay. All right. Okay. So when we come back, I'm going to ask Brielle about how she broke free, what it was like during that time uh, that she was in captivity, basically held slave, okay? And folks, you may be wondering why do we, why are we talking about this? Why is it important? Well, we're gonna ask Bri Brielle when we come back, but I'm gonna tell you right now that she's risking a lot doing this. She's lost a lot because folks, listen, there are people caught up in this every day maybe sometimes you might pass them in the store and you know what this kind of stuff doesn't just happen in utah this is happening in human trafficking all over this country okay there are guys with uh, four or five different even more girls okay and we're going to find out ways we can identify that ways we can help these people ways we can pray for them and also when you do meet somebody, maybe things you can say to them. So you know more about what's really going on. Christians need to get their heads out of the sand, okay? And start looking up. All right, so when we come back, I'm gonna to talk to Brielle, um, who was married. She was the uh, 65th wife of a crazy guy and uh, in polygamy. And we come back, we're gonna ask her all these questions. Um, so don't go away, we'll be right back. Listen, we have the new End Times DVD um it's uh i investigates uh end times investigation i have a lot of my friends on here uh lisa haven michael lake uh, i have josh peck la marzuli uh stephen bancrofts i mean eight hours of of me investigating things like satanism demonic powers illuminati new world order antichrist one world religion end times miracles bible prophecy folks let me tell you something one day what you're watching us on right now it's called well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're gonna turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what, what you're gonna be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. The brand new DVD uh, of Last Evangelist. You can get it right now. Uh, it's limited collector's edition. It's got the new episode on it, along with band videos with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Havens, uh, Sheila Lazinski. Hey, everybody. I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood Mind Control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, 
uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, true power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Everybody, David here. First of all, I want to thank you for being a loyal follower and watching these videos. What you're about to see is a interview I did with Russ Dizdar, actually a show almost three years ago. And the reason I'm re-releasing it is because I really want Russ's work, his ministry to continue on. And I don't see too many people following in his footsteps. So I'm gonna do my small part to uh, promote the amazing ministry that uh, Russ and Shelley Dizdar had. Of course, they've gone on to be with the Lord now. And um, by the way, if you'd like to see more of his work, you can go to davidhavener.tv. I have a channel that's dedicated just to him. All of the many videos I've done on him, you can watch over 700 uh, shows on davidhavener.tv. Just go there and sign up now, davidhavener.tv. Otherwise, I want you to watch this. God bless you guys. I love you. 10 million ritually abused people yes. in the United States. I believe that that's first generation only. What is an Amish witch? Yeah, what is an Amish witch? I want you to go to David Heavener TV and I want you to um, check out. Hey, we got another uh, new uh, video we just put up on the uh, David's Choice channel. Uh, I don't know, you want to show that card, uh, Spencer, on uh, uh, Amish witches, cast spell on Russ, and then also children for sale. Uh, this is. Um, uh, an interview I did uh, on uh, Annie LaBear. She's ex-prostitute. Uh, but go to uh, davidhevner.tv. We have over 20 channels. You can see you've got the Russ Dizdar Tribute channel. We've got uh, David's Choice channel. We've got the Last Evangelist channel, the Demon Warfare channel. It just goes on and on, folks. We also have a live channel, 24-7 live. You can watch these things. It sure would help support our ministry if you'll become a member. You'll see things you're not going to see anyplace else. You can only see Last Evangelist. So go to davidhevener.tv, and that's how you can go with us underground with our guest, Brielle, in about 15 minutes so you can uh, be part of the family. It's membership only. So when we disconnect here, you can only go with us to davidhevener.tv. I love you guys. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, okay, 85 ways to get to heaven, 85 ways to get to heaven, and also 85 ways to go to jail which is what this guy did that married uh, our guest, uh, Brielle. Brielle, you out there with me? Yes. Okay. So well, I do want to talk about him going to jail because he needs to be in the slammer. Uh, but before we do that and find out how that happened, I want to talk to you about what it was like to be in captivity for those. I think you said five years you were actually in captivity. Were you a slave during this time? Um, I definitely was labor trafficked for sure. Um, we were commanded to work every day doing what he told us to do, but he said we couldn't work for money. 
So we lived off of the church donations, like the people were required to every eld, like every man that was over 18 was supposed to donate a thousand dollars a month. It wasn't 10% like most churches. If they didn't donate this thousand dollars, they could be kicked out of the church and lose their family and everything else. So um, we, as the leader's family, lived off of those donations. And we didn't know how to stop that cycle because of him and his demands on us. So, um, yeah. Where did these donations come from? Who who was donating? It was the members of the church. Okay, so the members donated to the 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 the, the church leaders and to this this uh, Jess guy, Warren Jess, right? Yes. Okay. And his family. Lived off of those donations. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, folks, let me tell you something. This is a form of human trafficking. You know, we've been brainwashed to think, oh, there's some pimp on the corner and he's got some girl in a closet. No. Anytime you hold a human against their will and you force them to work in order for you to, uh, someone to benefit from it, in this case, it was these uh, guys in the, uh, in the uh, FDLDS church uh latter-day saints fundamental they were benefiting they were profiting this is human trafficking and this makes me so mad i could just i'm telling you i could scream because this happens to young especially young girls and young kids all the time they get caught up as a slave working for somebody else so they can benefit so these other people can use them and benefit from them makes me mad that's why we're exposing this okay um i want to be a little um frank with you now a little get a little closer here because when this guy has 85 wives uh brielle how in the world can you spend time with 85 like i got one wife and and doing everything i can my time my energy to have one wife 85 wives uh i think i'd lose my mind was he having sexual relations with all of these wives I know that he, at first, he had a different way of doing it. It's like he had one wife that would stay with him all the time, his favorite wife. And then he would tell all the other wives that God will tell him if they're ever worthy of being with him. And then he later, he tried to put them all in one room and tried to get them all to do what he wanted with each other. So that was um, when um, that was just too far. For me especially so um i worked my way away from him from that point on so yeah i have been in federal court and testified against warren jeff's last year and um won my case because of i was trafficked across state lines i um fought him and yeah. became a target in his family which made me have like possibly 10,000 abusers and still was miraculously survived all that and am out yeah. here in the world talking about it. So. so so, so, how did you get out? Okay, you were held like for five years in captivity and they had guards all around you and you couldn't move. Tell me about that and then tell me how you got out. So, um, and mostly psychological abuse because everything was linked up to God. They had rules. They were just 
different rules. They go by works. I understood them pretty well because of being raised in there. So I was able to get opportunities based on what they believed. And even though I didn't believe in it anymore, by the time that I realized what how dark it was, um, I didn't believe there in that God anymore. I still believed in God. I just didn't believe in their God. Right. And, um, I believed in God because I had seen too many like miracles happen in my life. So okay. I, yeah, I just. Uh, okay. So, so how did you get out? How, what was the, was there a gate open? Did you run through a gate? How'd you get out? So the main thing I did was get these opportunities and use them till I worked my way till he told me that I could go live with my family again, my biological family in okay. um, a different compound. So they moved me themselves. And when I got to that place where my family lived was in a compound that had people who had left the church also. So that was an older compound. And I was locked in solitary confinement in that place and found some scissors, unscrewed the screws that were holding the window shut and climbed out the window and wow. ran to a, a family that was outside of the church. We call them ex-FLDS because they're now. Okay. Yeah. And then they called, I guess they called the authorities, right? Law enforcement. Well, at that time, the, the law enforcement in the town were also FLDS. They were, if you called 911, you would get FLDS authorities. Right. So that still isn't to Warren Jess. Yeah. And the doctors, they were all FLDS doctors in the town. So they actually oh. drove me out of that town and drove me to a neighboring town. Uh, of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, I talked about Utah um they is, is it a they did something to decriminalize it polygamy yes and yes. they they bumped it down to a misdemeanor right to like a yes. traffic ticket. parking ticket yeah parking ticket yeah the lowest they could go because they couldn't make it legal because uh the supreme court said years ago no to that it, they, they okay they couldn't make it legal so it's like um lowest it can be yeah so, so the Mormons, I want to talk about the Mormon churches for a second, uh, because you differentiated what you were into as fundamental Mormon, Mormonism. But I just want to talk about Mormonism, period. Uh, they may not be performing this LDS, but it sounds like to me they're not really trying to get rid of it. it no, no, they aren't. What do you if think? If they believe in heaven, they still have to live it. So do you think if the lord doesn't come back the way we're going now that eventually it, it'll be legal all over utah and rest of the united states i'm talking about you know it's a little far-fetched but so was COVID before until it happened um you, you know the bible talks about sexual perversion we run rampant running rampant i mean do you think this is a possibility i think that's why i like to look at it like like domestic violence in some cases, because like domestic violence is usually two people and that gets bad enough. The resources we have for that are a lot more prevalent because there's more survivors. You yeah. think about like, that's why I like to point out, like if you have a family where you add people 
what if that because in polygamy usually the man makes the decisions because there's too many women so right. they all have to be submissive that's the main way it works is like all the women are submissive and the man makes the decisions well what do you do when that man doesn't like you or you know then you got this whole family that's against you instead of just one person that you're dealing with right you have way more abusers and how are you supposed to survive that if you can't even survive one person you know a lot of times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I want to talk about uh, Warren Jess right now, where he is. Uh, where is he? Uh, well, first of all, let's back up. How did he get arrested? Uh, was it because of you? And did they raid no. the compound or what? Um, they did raid. Um, we call it an attempted rescue now out here. The yeah, okay. XFLD has called it an attempted rescue in Texas in one of the years, 2000. And 13 or so I can't remember 2012 somewhere in the 2000s they went into a compound there and they got all the records he recorded himself he had scribes he had his own records he didn't want the world to get a hold of them but they found them in a in a hidden like he had like hidden rooms and stuff like that well they found a whole bunch of records and mm -hmm. found evidence of some of the stuff he had done to children child brides that he had claimed were his wives also. And um, he was charged with, um, he was put in prison for life and 20 years because they well, wanted to be sure he wouldn't get out because he, uh, he did some really bad things to children. He tied them up and in front of all these people and stuff like that, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when we come back, I'm gonna talk to Brielle about how she got out of, out of this Mormonism and what she's into now and why she's doing all this why what's the purpose what's behind it we're going to ask her but i don't want you to go anywhere because this is really important and also i want to um and i think she's okay if i say this but we need to pray for her because her her and her husband she's married now they want to have children and so i want us to pray for her that god's will be done and all that brielle would you hang on with us and we'll be back with you in just just a moment yes all right god bless you thank you bro all right so um uh, we're getting ready to see we're getting ready to see a commercial on my pillow and i laugh because i tell you i use this pillow and it's great i use these slippers he said you know I, it's just it's just good stuff and so take a look at this uh this uh commercial and also too if you've got something you would like to um have hauled off an old car trailer even a house whatever you can donate of this and it'll really bless the ministry uh, uh so don't go anywhere because we're just getting started okay so um we'll be right back i'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest christmas sale ever you get our brand new six piece my towels for only 29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper as low as 99.99 or how about my pillow bed sheets for as low as 24.98 there's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. 
or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Life is complicated enough. Why worry about what to do with your extra car? Skip the costs of maintaining it, storing it, insuring it, or renewing registration. Car repairs? Forget about it. Here's one easy solution to your car problem. Donate it to a nonprofit. It's fast, free, tax deductible, and if you donate, you're going to feel incredible knowing you're supporting a great cause. Interested? Just call this toll-free number or donate online. Thank you. Hey, yeah, uh, so if you want to get any pillows or any of that stuff, just make sure you use the name uh, uh, David7. Go to MyPillow.com, David7. It'll bless the ministry, and it'll bless you. You get a discount. Also, if you've got something you want to donate, an old car, trailer, a house even, I mean, whatever you got sitting around your yard, uh, you can just call 855-500-RIDE, R-I-D-E, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash car okay and if you would like to support the ministry you can uh, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give uh, consider becoming a monthly partner uh, with us uh, i want to bring on my lovely wife here shanita you out there there she is okay there you are um yeah i mean i'm really learning a lot from brielle with she's went through a lot with this uh polygamy thing and so i i just appreciate her so much um shanita do we have some praise reports and prayer requests we sure do yeah god has just been so good i i know that there are a lot of people this time of year who are hurting at holiday time and we're blessed our six children want to be together and there, there are a lot. We're praying for people out there lonely. We're with you. We're with you. And by the way, you don't have to be with anybody to not be lonely. Okay. You can be. Um, so, Shanita, I'm sorry. What's that? Shanita. Oh, okay. All right. Well, she's breaking up. Maybe we can bring her back on in just, just a minute. Uh, but we want to pray for you guys. If you could send an email at uh, admin at davidhevener.tv, uh, we do want to pray for you. Also, too, um, if you would like to pray for us and be part of the ministry, you can text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go, uh, you can call 844-806-0006, or like I said, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash um, uh, uh, I think it's family, and you can sign our little sheet there, okay? Um, so I want to, if we don't bring Shanita back on, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys, and then we come back, we're going to be going underground. The only way you can go with us is if you're part of David Hevener TV. So go right now, sign up to TV. And Spencer, did we get Shanita back? Okay, yeah. let's drink. Okay, Shanita, we just have a, a minute here. Uh, you want to give us our prayer request? Yeah, and then one praise report. You've been praying for my friend Julie from high school dealing with cancer. And praise God, she is now declared cancer-free. Thank you so much for your prayers. And uh, our team in Central America 
had an opportunity to preach and minister and disciple yesterday at uh, a rehab center. So praise God for the the words and encouragement that's in there. And right. we are trying and every excuse me, I'm sorry, Shanita, but because of you guys, because of your prayers and your donations, we're able to go out into Central America and other parts of the world. We're all over the world in a small way, but we're doing it the best way we can. So I want to thank you all for that. Go ahead, Shanita. Yep, so we're praying tonight for Troy, for Alicia, for Channing, for John Paul, for Anthony, Deanna, for Angel's family, for Malia's family, as her aunt passed. And uh, we're bringing the Brashear family before the throne for comfort and encouragement and wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I know we had Robin on and her husband, uh, the, the, his grandchildren, her grandchildren was caught up uh, in, uh, uh, in, in, in child, um, well, they were being abused, you might say, and, and he took the law in his own hands and it wasn't a good sentence. We're, we're going to cover that later. We're going to have her back on the show. Pray for her. Uh, but also Guinevere is one of our followers and she gave a great praise report of how she was able to witness somebody while she was an Uber driver. So maybe we can have her come on next week if she's not on now, uh, Shanita. So, um, all right. Well, listen, how can they, if they want to sign up to David Hevner TV, how can they, um, people get to you so they can get a link just for this week? What is that they email? You can email admin, A-D-M-I-N, at davidhevner.tv. Or check. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Text 615-861-9659. Okay. All right, so get in touch with Shanita. If you're just signing up, go sign up right now, davidhevner.tv, and, and go with us, because uh, like I said, that's only, it's membership, family only. Okay, let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. I'm praying for each and every person out there that's hearing the sound of my voice. We're praying for the children, as we do every week. We ask for a level of pro uh, protection and comfort around these children a spiritual hedge. I pray for wisdom to that mother that's thinking about getting rid of her baby, that right now you're touching her mind, Lord. That baby is saved. I'm thanking you for each and every person that has prayed for this ministry to be where we are right now. God, I ask for special blessing on, to eat, on each and every person listening to my voice. There's been so many people that's been praying for us, that's been supporting us. I'm asking God for a special blessing right now on each and every person. There's someone new listening. God, I'm asking that you're touching their hearts. They have a great need. There's people out there right now that are lonely. You've been crying. You're really hurting. You've, been, or you've got family, but they're not really family. And right now I'm praying for you. There's someone that's suffering from dental problems. I'm praying, pray, uh, commanding a healing right now. There's someone out there that's been having, I don't know if it's problems with your mind as far as thinking, or there's some tumor or something going on. We're commanding a healing in Jesus' name. We're commanding the demon of addiction, the demon of fear, the demon of lust. You are now hereby cast. You're evicted, cast back into hell. We thank you, Father, for being here. Thank you for each and every person in Jesus' name. All right. I love you guys. Uh, when we come back, if you're watching us on anything other than TV, Roku, Amazon, Apple TV, you won't see us unless you go sign up right now. Please be part of the family. 
you won't regret it. We we love you and we want to have you. Okay, so don't don't stop. The, the journey doesn't end here. It's just getting started. I've got Brielle coming on with me. She's going to talk about how she became came from a Mormon to a, well, I'll tell you, a Christian. And we're going to be praying for her too. So please join me. If you would like uh, prayer, David at davidhevener.tv in the subject line, prayer request. Tell me your prayers. I pray for you. Shanita does. All of our prayer warriors pray for you. Okay. We also have a special prayer night. We'll tell you about uh, on day when we go underground. Also, please consider becoming a monthly uh, partner donor. Um, we need you, especially this time of year. Um, if God touches your heart, uh, you can call 844-806-0006. You can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash donate, or you can text the word. Now, I, I love this word, chosen to 91999. We're almost done with episode two. Uh, Spencer, if you want to put that up, uh, episode two, you can go to lastevangelist.com and you can um, uh, donate and help us uh, fund episode two uh, and episode three. Did you get that up, Spencer? Okay. And you can see you can become a an actor. You can, you know, get a t-shirt. You can just be part of the family. I don't care if it's a dollar, folks. It just tells me people are involved, okay? We need you. All right. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And uh, remember, you never really lived. You found someone worth dying for. And I'm going to see you in just a few minutes on David Heavener. TV. God bless you. Love you.